From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all. Howdy friends. It's Jazz the 40 ounce connoisseur and it's Cat Daddy and boy oh boy, we are humans, we are here, and that is all I have. Uh, you know, we are corpses. We we are back cat and shake it. Oh, you moved your cat. I thought you would shake it. It was actually you moving your It's no. all the above. I'm reporting live from the walking dead, living dead bitch. bitch the afterlife from I- the further hoe. Look, oh, I'm scared. No, I'm not. I don't know if I want to be in there. I'm, I'm reporting I I live mean, from the clouds, <laughs> from the upper room. We're from, reporting live, oh, from the amusement park. R.I.P. George Romero. From the um, from the Mario uh, cloud level bonus round. That is where I'm reporting from with the coins. Okay. Wow, I love that. Um, the snowboard also was stressful. If y'all ever played, like, I don't know if it was Super Mario 2, whichever one that was on, like, the, the Super Nintendo, where you had to beat the snowboard, but you could barely see. I feel like that. Yes. I was in the Mr. Crab Filter the entire week. I can't believe it's Thursday, guys. Uh, yes, we are recording on a Thursday. We are live back from New York City. As Cat has been saying, going to burn all me at the cross. Weekend. <sighs> New York City. We were experiencing racism <laughs> afterwards. New York City. Of course. People what, weren't having a good time. Just what's a little good old racism? Sparkly white. You just gotta sprinkle it on. Just so you know. 
love when people assume they're thieves. Um, LOL. So, you know. New York was uh, fun. New York was a blast. And I would like to say, outside of the rat plushies that Kat has been torturing me with, I did not see any rats. I didn't see any physical rats. And I was surprised. And I was looking for them because I'm afraid. So I need to to be aware of all the rats in the room. I need to know. Because if I get a surprise rat, guys, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make it. My soul might leave my body. I'm a little concerned. You know, I feel like uh, I definitely am walking with that. That makes sense. I, too, did not see those kind of rodents on the ground. That's not my forte outside of all of the ones that I bought at the Comic-Con. Also, side note, I am still disgusted that Comic-Con had a a merch item that literally, it was circus-themed. It was a roach jumping through a ring of fire. This was bottom beer, like bottom barrel behavior. And I was really upset because I was like, who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Uh, But I did come home with a rat plushie uh, for my sibling and myself because it had a hoop earring and a beanie hat. And that told me it definitely listened to the weekend or on the, on Thursdays. So I was definitely interested in having the plushie that looked like a, a fan of the weekend X over everything. Uh, it's all we know. And so, yeah, I now own that. That is me. That is mine. I cannot stop buying things out. I... Oh, in the mystery box. <gasps> yes. We got a, a Chucky mystery box. And when you hear this at this point, we have already started announcing shit like this. But we're having a giveaway very soon. Ta-da! Because um, yeah. we can't stop buying shit at cons. And, and we don't need to have all this shit at our home. <laughs> so many excellent things. Um, there's a book that you will definitely need to read and sign. I am just excited. We got to do so many fun things. I want to say shout out before we talk about the movie and stuff because I don't want to hold the the niggas hostage for too long. Shout out to Zero Gravity. Shout out to Bobby Likes is Spooky. Shout out to all of Blurdy Massacre. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the people who stayed and wait because y'all, our panel was like second to last, which is fine on a Friday the 13th gang gang. And... You know, the people really was in there and y'all was in there a little deep. And I love that for y'all. And I love that for us. And I wish I can hug y'all because we didn't get a chance to do it because they was ready to go home. And yeah, I understand the workers needed to get off of work, baby. They was in there all day. They came in with the sign. It was like, time. <laughs> get get your ass out. And I made friends with that person because um, I saw them the next day and was like, guess what? And I saw them at the end of the weekend. I said, your weekend is done. They was like, I know that's right. And I said, I know that's fucking right too. You <laughs> Enjoy it, bitch. Kick your feet up. Yes, I definitely was not about to give the employee no problems. I was going to shut my ass up. All right, it's time to go, guys. Ejecto Cito. Had a blast. Great costumes. Beautiful dresses. Beautiful gowns. Very delicious food. Uh, we got to eat at the Spider-Man yeah. Pizza Shop place. Oh, my God. That was fun. We had ramen like every day. Not like every day, but we dreamt of it every day. This one particular shop. We went this back. Like, was it 24 hours? It was not 24 hours. We no, we were back within 24 hours. Yes. Okay. All right. No, no, no. It was probably 48 hours later. It do not matter. They got our money multiple times. Yeah. Shout out to the folks at Brooklyn Horror Festival. That was a good time. Yeah. Um. Very interesting. Lots of outfits. Beautiful gowns. Lots of uh looks. And we saw some really fun things. I cannot wait to finish digesting the things and telling y'all about them things. <laughs> digesting. Anyway, um. <laughs> Y'all will hear about that later. Yeah. Well, uh, speaking of us tweeting or talking or doing anything from the fucking afterlife, we are talking about motherfucking Insidious, the franchise. Okay. We in this hoe. That is five movies. Yes. One, two, three. The last key. And then the last three that just came out, the red door. These movies are 
how we how we get a how we get like a spoiler free for these? Because I'm like, how okay, I don't want to. I'm ready. So, because you kind of at this point, like even if you're looking at the cover, you know it's got something to do with them ghosts. You know it's got something to do with them demons. So we're gonna start there. It's basically we're starting. There's multiple things, but there's various people who are experiencing otherworldly experiences. At first, they think maybe it's not really happening to them, but it is. And they all seem to be connected and intertwined and revolving the further and a red door. And that is the best way to sum up this entire franchise because it's not a just, it starts off about a particular child in a family, but then we kind of like gather around. We learn a bit more about the other characters. We wrap it up with the family, but you know, ultimately everyone's connected by whatever all is going on in the further. Yes. Uh, watch these movies. I think you can catch the first and second one definitely on uh, HBO Max. The third one is somewhere else. It's like on like Peacock. Yeah. As of the time of this recording, it's on Peacock. Yeah. And the fourth one, I had to rent that, which, okay, fine. And the fifth one is new. It came out yeah. like, what, a month or two ago? Like A couple months ago. Not yeah. that long ago. came out in the July. In the July. I'm fucking weak. And it's now available on the streaming things. Um, so if you decide to rent that, it's about $5.99 right now at the time of this recording on most platforms. Okay. So uh, I do recommend these movies. Um, some of them are not like the others. I will say that all of them are not my favorite. I won't be revisiting some of them. But the first two are definitely getting the spin. I, um, okay. I don't dislike these movies at all. So we're going to start there. I will not say that I will recommend it because also I'm not like, I'm about to run out and see Insidious. If this is your shit and you're looking for some ghost movies to get into, get into it. Like, they're not bad. So I'm going to just let you know that. They're a little lengthy. This is not a quick in and quick out. No quickies here, boo. This is, this is, they going. It's a long time. We're out here. We're getting to the ghost activities. I felt like it was very interesting to see how the families and folks progressed as the movies went on in the movies. But I also felt like, you know, as the movies went on throughout time, I personally got disinterested in them. Like, I'm only watching all these because we're talking about, oh, y'all couldn't see Jazz and And only because, like, I've, I'm not sure if it was, like, ghost burnout for me. Because at one point, we were just getting up with, like, a lot of paranormal and ghost-related movies. So I kind of was like, all right, well, let me take a break from this, you know? The first one, she was the moment. We was clapping. We was tiptoeing and bitch. That you know, them commercials... And this is when I still was watching previews. She was the moment. The second one, really solid follow-up. I didn't even realize, I had thought before watching these, like or while I was watching, I was like, I don't remember seeing this movie. I don't remember seeing that movie. Girl, I seen these movies. I completely forgot. I saw a movie before. Like, I completely forgot. I was watching, I was like, I feel like I've seen this. It looks familiar. Like, in my mind, but I could not remember anything. I think the MIB mind erasure shit really be working. Okay, well, some movies just do be falling out of our brains because, I mean, if it's not that memorable, guys, it's just it's just not that memorable. So let's go ahead and hit the spoiler. We're not about to just start talking about the movie, but we have to hit the spoiler alert. Burr, 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 burr. Spoiler alert. Finna so, spoil this shit. Yeah, so if you don't, if you want to watch these hoes first, go ahead, do that now, and then come the fuck back. I felt like I would go back. I saw the first one in 2010. Like, that shit scared the fuck out of me, bro. And I was like a fresh 20-year-old. Like, I was like, ow! Ow! So, I feel like it's one of those PG-13 movies. Because I think it's PG-13. Or something. Yeah, it's PG-13. Yeah, they all are. They're all PG-13. Yeah, for something to be that scary and still be PG-13, 
was a surprise for me. And I'm like, oh, this is a scare I can get the nieces in on. Oh, everybody can watch this. I don't got to worry about seeing no titties. And there's nothing wrong with titties. We like titties. But also, like, I'm not really trying to show my nieces in them titties. I'm just trying to show them a few little monsters. You know, I'm not trying to (laughs) expose them too much. But yeah. No, this is definitely one of those, like, I feel like this is really good intro horror. This is a, fa- a horror movie that the family could watch. And it it is slash was effective. The jump scares in all of these movies, for the most part, there's going to be one that lands. Like, not necessarily with me, because, um, you know, I'm watching Martyrs for Breakfast. I'm sorry. But, and that's a movie that still, I'd be like, help! But, like, please! I ain't wow. blinking away. I ain't looking away. But for this movie, like... There was some parts I was like, okay. And like you said, in 2010, when Insidious first hit the streets, the jump scares were effective. Bitches was shaking in the movie theater. I'm not Mm, Mr. Bitches. I was Mr. Bitches. I leaned and I said, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, you know, because you know how I feel about PG-13 horror. And this is a PG-13 horror I did not hold my nose to. Yeah, it definitely, okay. The first watch through is definitely going to hit you with them. Now, after you've seen this bitch, like I've seen Insidious, a minimum of 15 times. Okay, guys? This movie, now I know where all the jump scares are. It's not going to be effective after you've watched it for so long. Like, I'm going to look the jump scare right in the eyes now. Like, I'm like, all right, here come the red face demon. He right there. Look at him. Uh, But I want to say a shout out a few things. The music by motherfucking Joseph Bashara. This motherfucker did the music for all of them, I believe, because I think he's credited for all of them. And also okay. credited for The Conjuring 1 and 2, I believe. That's okay. what I saw on the internet. Now, the internet do be lying sometimes, so please um, don't throw any tomatoes at me. But, yeah, Joseph Bashar, that, like that, that sound is aggressive as a bitch. When them, when they first hit that sound, like, that shit make you jump a little bit. I'm like, okay, please, do not have your um, shit turned all the way up, all right? If you have a sound bar, you might want to adjust that bitch. That shit, mm-mm. Mike's scary. Start. I mean, but also you got Lee Winnell and James Wan. In addition to, you got Patrick Wilson, who is working, who directed this movie. And I'm like, okay, Patrick Wilson, you out here doing stuff. You know, Adam Robitaille. I didn't want to fuck that up too, believe it. Ain't nobody about to jump me. But definitely Lee Winnell, James Wan. We're going to, we're going to whip the car aggressively back because you already mentioned The Conjuring and you know where the fuck I'm going with this. They're all in the same universe. Saul. Insidious, Mary Shaw and them, Conjuring, the nun. All this shit is popping off in James Wan, James Wan and Lee Winnell's Earth. And I'm like, God damn, it's crazy. Dun, dun, dun. It's all happening at one time. And so in the Insidious, you know, once again, we got the ghosts. They playing with people's feet. You know, they messing with the little boy. That's exactly what's happening. You know it is. That is exactly what's happening in all these movies. The ghosts be playing with people's feet in multiple ways. And one of the, in the recent movie, the one most recent one, you got um Patrick Wilson laid up in the motherfucker getting a cat scan, and the ghost is literally climbing up his feet. And he's like, girl, what the fuck? Like he's just trying to get a cat scan. They playing too much and they stealing your credit and they try to steal your soul, actually, because that's what's really going on in the further. Like, you know, we hear about, you know, what ghosts are the undead they really cling to life. Um, and especially these folks who, as Elise casually puts it in one of the most recent movies, like, you know, when they're showing footage, they, they're clinging to life. They'll do, they are desperate to live. So they will cling to you and they will try to crawl out the further bitch because they want to be you. You think them dead want to stay dead? No. And like my girl said, in, um, what's that? A night, well, not a night. Uh, uh, what is it? Not a nightmare before Christmas, bitch. Why is that in my head? Oh, return of the living dead when she was like, um, you know. 
It hurts. To it hurts to be dead. It hurts. Ate the shit out of his brains. Oh, it hurts. That's my girl. Brains. I love it here. Yes, that's a good time. I might watch that. I gotta watch that before um it's Halloween because Trash is taking her clothes off again. That's part. Coochie to the wind, okay? Amazing. I'm just also, you sit there all in the same neighborhood. I would fucking hate to live on that street. Imagine you are minding your business. You got your motherfucking sandwich. You out here drinking your Starbucks and shit. And the pig face motherfucker just jump you. And now you in a saw trap because this is just in your neighborhood. Like you parked in that motherfucking spot because we all know that Jigsaw and them is motherfucking petty. Okay. Sometimes they be getting the niggas out of here that need to get out of here. But sometimes they be playing way too fucking much. And I'm like, come on. This was not worth you cutting they sawing their toes off. Like that was absolutely unnecessary. Or, you know, you can move into a house and it might be haunted like a bitch and now they be in your ass. Or if somebody's getting possessed, because people get possessed often in these universes. And we talked about demons. I don't want to be possessed. Like, give me a haunting all day. I could just leave. Possessed motherfuckers like to follow you. Possessed like motherfuckers like to take over your shit, fuck up your body. Like, even in later movies, you see, like, the motherfuckers is decaying because the demon is inside of him. Imagine a demon just park up in you to hang out for a couple months and leave, and now you missing teeth, your shit all aged up, you got oh. bald spots and alopecia now. And, you know, some people just live with alopecia, but you got demon alopecia, not like traction alopecia, like demon alopecia. This not even your fault for real, for real. Like, this not even genius, bitch. This is because the demon played too fucking much and decided to play with you that day. And that sucks. Not a play it, thing. It, uh, just, because uh, that's how the demons was acting in these movies. They was definitely tossing these people around like ragdolls, just, just playing with their feet. And I know it's ragdolls, but I call them ragdolls today. Mina Care. Thanks. <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, this movie... The budget was kind of low. It doesn't look super cheap either. It looks pretty good. Budget was a $1.5 billion. Bitch, what? That is that is chump change for a movie, even in 2010. Now, right now, to 1.5 is still super chump change. I'm sure motherfuckers make, can make shit happen because a lot of people is not getting their movies funded for even that much. But 1.5 and them motherfuckers made over $100 million? Ooh, ooh. Big bang. I told you the girls James eating this shit up. Girl, they owe James Wan and them everything. Y'all know owe them everything. Y'all ate off of that movie forever. Still <laughs> They're still eating. eating. Still. Exactly. Exactly. One of um, many. My first note is we cranked out the fog machines, as James Wall likes to do. I was working the set once again. You know, I jumped off the set of, you know, like I said, my girl Mary Shaw and them. I left that movie scene and I moved over to this section. And boy, oh boy, I was working. Listen, listen, I... The movie is pretty much, we got this family moving the house, whatever. They move it, it's cute. It's always, what is it about haunted houses and demon movies where a family is moving into a house where it's never at, oh, I was already at home and brought the demon home. It was Mm -hmm. never, because the demon could have came at any time. For this situation, the moving wasn't even the factor that caused the shit to happen. Because I feel like even if they was in the apartment, they could have been in the band or whatever they was at. The demon would have pulled up because of the what was happening Bando, at Bando. that point. Bando. I I want to see more demon possessions in apartment buildings or in the band because <laughs> you don't see they always live in the suburban areas, always a house. They can always scream in peace. Like what what's 
why they I, is it too crowded? Do the demons like a life of luxury? What is it? Do they want their own room? Oh, not the demons being classes. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> I feel like they would be. Bitch, I'm over it. I you can't even know demons peace as money. a brokey. I'm over it. I just <laughs> I too am a brokey, and I know. I guess I'm not gonna know no peace. I. <laughs> I also don't understand. I have the same questions. I'm also confused because I'm just like, damn, y'all really was getting your ass beat secretly high-key, low-key, high-key all your lives way before we met Dalton and them. And then like, I just I just want to scream help. I'm thinking about how all these movies come full circle. You could definitely tell it centers the family. And then you see how it affects the family for real over time. And how like it just makes where the family, the the family story itself, mm-hmm. the way it plays out. This makes so much sense to me. I'm actually glad it went the direction it went because you don't really see that. Like you, this feels realistic to me, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't want to give up too much, but you know, Dawson slipping to a coma, y'all. Like, and they trying to figure out what all is going on, but um, it's because you know the house got them demons. Um, uh, well, it's more than that, but yeah. Dalton got them demons. Uh, the demons. Oh. This is one of the first situations where you move, like they move into the house. You know, it's haunted. Apparently, like, like, like motherfuckers haunted. We got to get the fuck out of here because it's haunted. They move, and the demon said, "Bitch, I'm coming too. I'm in the truck. I'm riding alongside you in the U-Haul. Scoot the fuck over, bitch." And now you brought that shit to the new house because if I was Renee in this character in this uh, situation, because it's Josh and Renee, they're the parents in this family, and they have three children. They got Callie, they got Dalton, and what's that poor other young man's name that we never talk about? The brother. I'm crying and we never talk about him, but he really gets some screen time for ruining the he end. Does. Hold on, let me get his last his name. Cause they got everybody named it. Foster. Okay. Yeah. Our dog Foster. See, that's fucked up. They they Foster, poor Foster. Just really getting forgotten. Laying this to the wayside. True. Because I mean a lot is going on too. But you know, I feel like that's how I be for the middle child syndrome. Oh no. Mm, poor it's Foster new- came back with Avengers in that new movie too. I was just like, see, there we go. Middle child syndrome jumping out again. Again, what well, is this? Mm. <laughs> Let me know. He was pissed. <laughs> okay, explain yourself. So, <laughs> so this not explain yourself. Okay, so this motherfucker, we doing all this shit. They move. They think Dawson. He in the attic. Shit, he hit his head. He all right. Nigga, all right. But the motherfucker don't wake up. That shit is scary as a bitch. That's one reason that being parenthood really terrifies me. Because there are so, so many parents. And it, even them little um, children's tr- commercials with the children's hospital and shit. The parents are like, yeah, my baby was doing this. And then one day, they woke up sick. Or one day, they just couldn't walk. Or one day, we went to get it. They had a lump. And we got it. And they had this kind of cancer. And it's like, bro, what? That is so scary. Because what do you do? How do you comfort that child? Cry and call on whoever you decide to call on, even if it's yourself. Like some people be calling on Jesus, some people call on other folks. You know, some people just you know just go to sleep. That's what I would do. Just go to sleep. Okay. And then maybe own up on it the next day because it's a lot to process after you go through the motions. Well, that motherfucker's sick, and we're just the family is deteriorating because. Mm-hmm. Okay, not only this, are we dealing with a son that's in a coma and the doctors don't know what the fuck is going on. He was in the hospital for months, bro. Mm-hmm. For fucking months. They brought this nigga back and this motherfucker's popping out, out the armoire. This motherfucker's hollow shaking down the hallway, swinging from the banister, knocking shit over, touching the piano, moving her shit. And she's like, guys, we gotta get out of here. Tell me why the fuck Josh, who's a teacher, shame on him. 
staying at school all hours of the night. If I'm in one of them clocks, I feel like it was like 10 o'clock or some shit. I'm like, motherfucker, I know you not still at the schoolhouse. To evade what was going on at home. Okay, once again, I love the story and how it's playing out with the family. And you're thinking like, oh man, like, you know, usually in stories like this, family prevails. Because you know, that's what their love prevails, family prevails, that's what's happening. And I just really liked how they showed, like it felt realistic to me. Because usually like you see a happy-go-lucky family and you might see that the family, the mom and dad maybe has like small disagreements, but not the dad is deciding to stay at work because dealing with what's going on in his household is way too much for him to handle. And then meanwhile, the mom is taking on the brunt of everything that's going on. Not only like, damn, what's going on with my kids, but also like the ghost is in here crump, which is a lot. And I'm like, all right, you know, plus or minus the ghost may not be, you know, whatever you believe. But everything else, like, it's giving realistic. Okay? It is. It is. So many situations. And I was, I read these, you always read the am I the asshole, all these fucking things on the internet. Where when shit gets hard in a relationship, and straight, like, heterosexual relationships, clearly. Um, Because Mm -hmm. clearly, you know, I don't know what other people be going through because I don't, you know, I have not dated anyone else in this point of my life. I don't know what's going on. It's wild on on the other side, whatever your side is. Um, but wild on the streets. Um, I mostly see it with the heterosexual relationships, too. Um, So, good luck. In particular, men. Um, where they do this thing where life, everything is cute when it's just two people. But as soon as shits get real, like y'all start having kids, somebody's sick, they avoid the work. Like they don't want to do extra work. Like they're not helping keep up the bargain. Like they're not doing anything. Like motherfucker, like I know she stays at home technically, like, cause he goes, oh, I got paid the bills. First of all, you's a teacher. Let's not even do that, bitch. Like don't act like you bring home the big bucks. You're not. Let's talk about it because we all know, unfortunately, how much educators are and are not making. I so know firsthand. You are fucking this, playing in this. I don't even know face. how you got this house. Honestly, you must have had some kind of fund, generational must, wealth. Yeah, you maybe you didn't have any student debt because maybe your generational wealth they paid for college, so that took one burden off of you. Mm-hmm. And maybe your credit was good, or maybe you got that house from maybe you knew somebody. your parents. Yeah, like I'm like, damn, that's wild. They or they let you move into this neighborhood. Um, so I'm like, damn, this is a pretty big house for a teacher's salary. And she writes music, but her, you know, also her career. Like, I don't know. We don't know much about her career. She, we know she makes music, but they don't talk about any of her successes. They don't dive into her career. So she, this bitch could have literally been writing like the dream. We don't know. I'm falsetto. (laughs) I mean, the dream was right. The dream is still writing. The dream also put yeah. out, I think, um, at the beginning of the panty, in like a 40 to 60 plus song album, three parts. I don't know, bitch, but it was some Maparoonies on there. It was hard for me to catch up, but I'm going I'm to try to, I'm going to try again. Yeah. yeah. No, but you right. Songs, bro. It, it was a you lot of songs. should have just put 15 on there and gave us the next part later. You could have been still putting out music, bro. Everyone was in the house and they all said, bitch, I got time. And so. <laughs> and they said, so do you. Hit play. <laughs> Here you go. And the rest of us, okay. Like, I, <laughs> oh, okay. So, I, um, once again, like I said, I like how we see this conflict. Like, you know, I don't need to third, like, thir- but like, okay, we're, we're getting into it. Um, and they die, they don't shy away from it either. Like, the parents be in there beefing, and the ghosts just be in the back, just in the corner, eating that shit up. Like, look at this dysfunctional ass family. I'm gonna go ahead and just fuck with this little kid. That's what the fuck that bald headed ass ghost was doing, that red and black ghost. 
Yeah, he had only like just a little bit of his edges left, and he was just really up here causing chaos with that stiff ass hair. I'm tired. Shut it was stiff. It was it stiff, like and it smelled like flat iron. Oh, it definitely smelled like flat iron, and it smelled like flat iron and like old chi. Like he left the chi products on there so long that the bitches is crusty. Mm. It's not gel. It's not hairspray. That is old chi oil. Uh, old chi and blue head. magic. Old blue magic. Not blue magic. Oh, old blue magic. Who? Everybody squinted. Yeah, it's burning. Oh. Got the dust. The shit just hold, again. Hold your ear, like I. You can't I'm even bump the ears, Bruh, I was talking to my grandma, and I was like, <laughs> and we all talking about how my grandma used to flat out my hair and turn the chair to the fucking side, right, in the kitchen with the gas stove. How the fuck she was cut, curling up my hair with a fork, or it was either a butter knife in the comb. She would take the, and I don't. I'm like, how are you wrap? What are you? What you? All I hear is clink, 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 curl fall, clink, 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 curl fall. I'm like, I look okay. I mean, I look like James Brown, but also that's fine. But how are you curling baby. my hair? Listen, what you want your hair today? I just just bumped the inch just a little bit. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Like they put a, a cold rod on that bitch. They did not. You um, got a reinforcer with a roller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nah, but nah, they should have bumped his ends. I actually felt like that would have been more appropriate. And it would have made sense for how stiff it was. Ugh. Uh, the hair was unhinged. Um, You know, I feel like years of evil just keeps your hair up and makes it yeah. gravity in that way because it definitely looked like it stink uh but also not to be like oh he just plucked him off the street dalton was trespassing in the further he was top skipping all through the motherfucking further where the dead niggas be at you was in the wrong situation he was in the wrong area you ain't have on the right colors they beat your ass like you couldn't you're alive they're dead you're on the wrong side guy you are behind enemy lines and they want what you have so, and you're young, you're a young boy. Any of those monsters would like to possess you. They would like to take over so they can grow up. They can live a whole life and make whatever choices. Ugh, they they were definitely plotting. Plotting. Yeah, they definitely over. were. I, I just really want to like, I know, I know there's so many movies and so many ghosts to talk about. I like when we first went into the further and we got to see a little bit more about the house. From the ghost sides, so you were seeing all the murder, murders that took place before there. Like people with stuff getting killed, and I'm just like, wow. Like obviously, I'm not excited to see people die in real time, but I like the way the makeup looked. The ghosts looked really creepy. They were kind of moving like um, this was House on Haunted Hill, except for their head shaking, move real fast. They was doing like stop motion, and I was like, bitch, okay, what's going on? So I really was banging with that. That was cool. Um, they was real scary when they all pulled up gang gang. And I said, wow, they really about to take over. Like, take over. Play takeover right now. Because that's really <laughs> that's really what's happening. Uh, as takeover is playing, the ghosts are pulling up. And now y'all all hear the beat just like I do. And they are here. Mm-hmm. You know what I immediately heard? You niggas in trouble. <laughs> that was a really good one. That was Dalton when he put his hand on the table. Ooh, ah, fresh off the bed. Everything fucking flying around. Everyone was in a literal... Mr. Crabs filter. Like the room yeah. was swirling around, but that's skipping far ahead. All that, they done moved the house again after they argue. They move, they move. How the fuck you move? And the monsters are playing on the little phonograph. It's not a phonograph, but they're tipping through, tipped on to the tulips and jumping literally out the closet. They're just giggling, playing tag, eating your bread, you know, 
taking a battery out your remote because they can, playing on your baby monitor. Somebody was trying to touch the baby. Oh my God. That was too much. That was so scary. And that's actually one of my biggest fears. One Mm. of them. Just somebody you look up and someone's, imagine you're just in a well room another night, you mind your business and you look outside and someone's directly outside your window looking at you. I have actually experienced that, not directly in front of me in a window, but I've looked out a window and someone was staring, standing below and we were staring at each other. But the person was like below across the street. And this was the first time we like me and two other people looked out the window and they were all looking back <laughs> at us like, uh, we look, we were shook, bitch. This was in Miami. Miami is a place. And everyone who knows that story that's listening to this is like, yes. I would have just immediately closed the blinds. Like, all right, I'm not looking at nothing else today. (laughs) But we peeked back a few seconds later because Wild Boys and they were gone. And I said, no, I got it. I'm like, I'm not leaving the home today. I think I'm just going to sit in here scared. It was an activity. But I would shit on myself. Like, I really would. I think that's the actually the only accurate thing we're going on. You good? Like, just further scary. Mm. Like dude, y'all just also Dalton, like you are a child water through here. Bitch, you brave as hell. I'm scared because I mean I'm sure he was scared, but your little ass should not be running around here like unattended. It's zombies with sh- not zombies, but it's dead people with shotguns who somehow look like the shining twins, low key hockey. I don't yeah. know. And that um, whole house was crocked. That one child and got the well, that one family member that got the rest of the family members up out the way. I'm like, damn, American history, I guess, is wild. Um, mm. I would have been in the further like y'all got me messed up. I know that's not the best choice. <laughs> oh, it's to, dirty in here. Quiet in there. <laughs> y'all got y'all niggas got paper. That would have been me. I would have been so hard cry. It's dirty. In you came here. there. You got you came to the further with some Lysol. <laughs> I would have uh uh-uh, uh put my wipes out. <laughs> when I'm start touching me, excuse me, bitch. That. Y'all don't be with me in real life. People get caught. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> I definitely sometimes, you know, I don't like <sighs> to be touched. Okay, as my mom would say to me, she would say this about me to me. She's not a hugger. Um, don't. No. And y'all, I do hug people. You know, I hug people, but I gotta bang with you to hug you, right? I don't just you don't don't be just touching me, bro. I'm gonna dust my hand off. Don't fuck. Ew. Did a dusty touch me? Mm. Gross. And I'm definitely about to get sassy with the ghost, cause bitch, you, I'm already in here. And if I gotta die in here, I'm definitely about to talk shit to your ass, girl. Mm. Who the fuck you looking at, girl? Especially you in the fucking uh. Well, I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit when we end up in the lair with the red man with the burnt ass edges, and you know Dalton's just trapped down there in the further, cause y'all Dalton just you know gets lost like little kids do. They just get lost, and daddy got to come in, and I'm just like, I know what's thinking here. I know what's smell like does. old gym socks. Mm. And just air, like wet activities, yeah, stones, you know, all kinds of stuff. Demon, just boof. It's just in there. Don't shower. I'm quite sure that demons don't wash between their booty cheeks. I know they don't. I don't think they. I don't think no one is taking the herbal essence to their hair. They Mm. are not, you know, using a washcloth at all. Uh, I think they ain't washing their legs. Yeah, I think they would just like walk across a body of water and consider themselves clean. And I don't think that's okay. How that's that works. a thought process. Yeah, I don't think that's how that works. But that's how demons probably. Yeah, again, when the last time have you ever seen a demon taking a shower? When the last time I'm not you really seen a not demon trying to see that condi- at all. Yeah, with you. but a demon's not deep conditioning in their hair. They're not no. wearing a face mask. 
this demon clearly has not um, made contact with any castor oil at all. So mm-hmm. we see how this is going. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, so while we're navigating with Dalton, Patrick Wilson's got he called him Patrick Wilson because I just, you know, it's Patrick Wilson. <laughs> Josh Lambert. Josh is dealing with his own situations. So we're learning a lot about his past life too. And this is also something that carries on throughout majority of the movies, plus or minus a few of them. Um, we're finding out that Josh used to see them demons back in the backpack and his family didn't really understand it. So now like, you know, Josh, you know, the one, we know that Dalton's an astro projector. We flying through space and time. We also find out that Josh also has these same kind of things. And the family was trying to like suppress what was going on. Like the mom was trying to get somebody to come in and make them forget. Because if you see in the back of these pictures, it's a lady dressed in black. And Josh don't want to take no pictures. That's the the thing. Like, oh, it's hard to get him in a picture. Because when he was a kid, he was seeing, like, although he can't really remember, he was seeing demons in the pictures. They were seeing ghosts in the pictures. And that's enough to freak anybody the fuck out. When you start, like, when you, like, is my eyes playing tricks with me? No, no, bitch. It's not. (laughs) It's what you think it is, okay? So if that's, if you want to jump through the, exactly. If you want to do, you know, the gymnastic activities in your brain, do that if you want to. But you see what you're seeing. And the ghost is getting closer and closer and closer as time progresses. And he shook. Everybody shook. Period. You so you so shook, you don't even want to take no pictures no more. If this was Hell House LLC, the ghost still here to whoop your ass, bitch. Yeah, Every they don't give a fuck about no camera. They don't. Every day. Some of them shit. Some of them, them motherfuckers be coming outside. So there's that. Um, Child, as this series went on, to be quite honest, the ghosts get a little bit more aggressive too. When we get to like movie four and five, them ghosts is like knocking out windows, bitch. They do it all kinds of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, they definitely stabbing people to fuck up. They like they are using weapons. Like in the first one, they're punching them, you know, beating their ass a little bit. I mean, clearly they choke someone out in the first one. Uh, clearly, but it's not a lot of death. And usually in demon possession movies, because this is technically kind of like a demon. There's ghosts, but a lot of ghost stories are demons. There's usually not a super high body count, which you know I like a body count. I like when the stakes are high and people are dying. Um, but this one had some good scares. I'm not upset. There's lots of well-placed in time scares. Great sound effects. Again, Joseph Bishara was uh, fucking these motherfuckers up on them strings, bro. Like, eh! like every time something pull up. And I don't even like the sounds when monsters show up. But the violence were so unsettling, bitch. And the camera work. The motherfuckers just moving around sometimes. And I wonder if that was budget because it's really a nigga just holding the camera or they trying to <laughs> make it seem like, you know, I don't want to say that they won't do his job. He was doing his job, but I don't know if it's because sometimes it's like shaking a little, but not like shaky cam. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah. I wonder if they're trying to make it feel frantic, like someone's watching, or maybe we're in the view of a ghost or some shit. Like, or maybe ghost. We have to act like we ain't see it and just buy it. Okay, into it. okay. I'm supporting sometimes it either it way. I'm, I'm gonna watch the city of city way. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's cool. I'm with the shit. Well, after they get their ass beat by multiple ghosts and lots of demon sheets and shit, they finally call on the ghost niggas. I feel like, don't she call a priest or something? They do. They also get everybody up in it. And ultimately, like, it just comes down to Elise and them. Yeah. And we see, this is going to carry, these characters carry out. um, Our dogs, Tucker, and what's our other friend name? Specs, who is played by Lee Winnell. He's going to find a way to get camera. a movie. That's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. He's going to find a movie. way. Like, Let me get my close-ups. Let me powder me. Thanks. <laughs> He's in here. Lee Winnell find a way in the saw, bitch, and I'm still screaming. Yeah. 
But I mean, he's not a bad actor. He's he's fine. I, I no. like them. I don't think they're as funny as like other because again, they give lighthearted family fun. You know, they give oh the the other dad would chuckle. I I giggle a little bit here and there. I find the relationship to, to each other be nice. I think that I do like the relationships between everyone. After a while, do I not really give a fuck about everybody? Sort of, kind of. We'll talk about it in those third and fourth movies. But no, I bang with the characters. But Specs and Tucker be cutting the fuck up. They're kind of like bumbling ghost hunters. Like they ghost hunting, but they kind of like they be falling over, they be tripping, they be scared, like dead ass. They be yeah. like, "Ooh, bitch, They're I'm fun. not trying to go first. Yeah. They're they're cute. They're cute little fun characters. The ghost is in here. It's a red demon. They drawing the shit. They doing seances. Shit flying around. And dad go get them. They come out. Now, I was very stressed. At you know that scene where the like lights are strobing and it's motherfucking foggy and it's black and they're squeezing yeah. in and all the ghosts are coming in. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna die, they're gonna die. No, while all the ghosts is funneling into the real world, bitch, beating everybody's ass, opening yes. the cabinets, literally fucking the kitchen up like raw hair wrecks, literally kicking over chairs, stepping on the tables, putting their feet on your motherfucking couch. I I would be so mad. Evicted. Everyone's evicted. First of all, they pulling up like the thriller video, and I, I would have just pooped to myself Darkness. because once again, oh, girl, I will be Vincent Price every day. No, I just um, they violated. But you know, like I said, they thirsty to be alive, so they gonna try to get out. They gonna try to scoop. They do not make it. And like we said, Patrick Wilson gets his son about the further, but also they don't really come back all the way together, anyways. So. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that end was scary as a bitch. Like the photo and everything. That was a good ending. Yeah, it was. Now, I will say that that was a jump scare or like that had me like, I like that he came back uh, not the same when he left. It makes sense. I love how we're standing in shit that is grounded in reality. Like, I am tired of, well, he made it back and everything's okay. I mean, yeah, he made it back. Everything's okay. Everything is not okay. Okay. That demon had already been close to you, and that bitch had been waiting on your ass. That because it's a, it looks like a woman dressed in black. Like I said, it's like a bride, something. She had a veil. That bitch been waiting on your ass at the door. As soon she was waiting, she been waiting for years for your ass to sleepwalk one more time. And as soon as your ass crossed, she said, "Bitch, we got him, got him, bitch." And that got him, you were stuck in the further. I, I just cannot believe. You want to talk about dedication? That was a dedicated ass bitch, bro. Like that's some like that that motherfucker been following you since you was a churn. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. Like when people who like got the revenge for a long time, you like, damn, I thought they forgot. Wow. No, don't act like you forgot. <laughs> Woo, bitch, you was caught slipping your bitch your better have my body. She was pulling up. Mm. Mm. Well, Josh is trapped. Yeah. And then um, we saw it in the movie too. But before we saw it in the movie too, we said this movie. I think this movie did well. I think the girls were like really excited for this movie. Did I make that up? I know you that we not. said we were. Yeah. But what the internet streets say? I mean, I feel like Insidious is pretty highly rated. Hold on. Because I don't. Let me look too. Because oh. obviously I usually do. Wow, the it's IMDb. Okay, the IMDb score is a 6.8, oh. which is unexpected. Holy shit. Okay. Um,. I expected that to be much higher. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Okay, let me look at Ryan Tomatoes because oh, it came out on April Fool's Day. Crying sixty. Right. Oh, what? The and I know that rating. these are the bitches. Yeah, okay, no, 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 no. 
No. I know that these scores are just like, here are numbers of critics who have feelings and other people who are able to say their thoughts and all that other stuff. Okay, cool. That also makes me look at y'all with my I don't really bang with PG-13 movies brain and say, did we all see the same movie? No. Okay, well, there we go. They were fucking hating. They were, there's no way. They were hating. The movie did great, crowd-wise. They made lots of money. The audience was banging with it because motherfuckers came back to see the second one. So, and unfortunately, I think that the first one had the most stakes because of the way it ended, the way they made you feel for characters and then killed them, you know, cause that one has the death of a very beloved character. So everything afterward is kind of has to be like a before time situation if you want to see her. So in series two, we pick her right up, like I said, and Josh is literally joy riding. Well, not Josh. The demon is joy riding in Josh's body. Yeah. And first of all, when we see the body and because Renee comes in, it's like, oh, my God. Oh, what the fuck? You know, stress. There's a there's a corpse in your living room. There's a witch in your fucking camera who you didn't see this bitch come in the house. You got your son back and shit, but you just got traumatized by all these motherfucking ghosts. And you got to call the police now because so, somebody clearly fucking did it. And your husband is looking shaky. Because when you called him, he ain't showing it. He's like, hey, what's going on? What? Then he was like, oh. Oh no, he had, and that was a fake ass. Oh no, I'm he was not. He was not really feeling. She was looking at him he like rehearsing in the mirror. No, and then the fact that he was like, "You think I did it? Why would you even go there? We just had a house full of fifty demons. Why would you think that I? Why I don't even know why you would go there. I don't understand. I mean that yeah, but that also should have been the red flag right there. This natural man. Like this natural man, if you if this is natural person, if you know your person, like or you can tell your person is off. Like obviously your person has been going through some things. You know, y'all done lived in that house. You going through like, you know, they didn't been to the crossroads. You didn't came back. Wow. You didn't seen some shit. You know, goddamn, it kind of your clothes is damp. You probably smelling weird in there. You don't really fucking know. My um, soil. Definitely my, mine would too. I would definitely smell like doo-doo, baby. Just like doo-doo water. <laughs> just out here embarrassing oh my, my whole lineage. Just literally just looking at y'all like, I don't even care. But now, like, not only that, it's a corpse on the ground. It Shut like the fuck out. So, they were murdered. That's not a Wow. Like for real. And now you sit up and say, you know it wasn't me, right? <laughs> Bitch. No. <laughs> and now I know and, it's you now. And now mama's gotta sit up here and, and literally be like, all right, this is where we start the story of Renee and Josh and we start to see I mean the shakiness was there before you know when he was making them choices and staying at work all late but it's definitely here now we're back from the further it's getting weird so we're adding murder on top of it here we go and we're uh, you know we're introduced to Lorraine Lambert we of course see some stuff in the past so we get to really find out I like this flashback too. Sometimes, you know, things feel ne- unnecessary. I think because I've bought into it, so I don't really fucking care. Uh, it felt necessary here and I did not hate it, but I liked the flashback. It was exposition that I did not dislike. I liked that we got to see a little bit more about Josh and learn a little bit more about the woman in black that's been following him all throughout time. The most patient bitch in the land. Um, yes. And I am interested in this. I also think it's very interesting that his mom made a choice to suppress his memories. I understand to a certain degree, but like, mm, I don't know. But who are me? Like, I'm I'm not in that in that lane. Like, that's not something that I'm doing. It just ultimately feels like a like a choice. And I also think it's interesting how we are like, okay, so Elise just been hanging out with Josh their whole life. Like, Elise just be helping the family throughout the decades. Okay, putting in that work, girl. Listen, but I mean, it's hereditary. Um, so because it would have been fine. Yes, for getting the skill to like 
travel the world would have been fine. Or if one, the son didn't also have it because he would have never been in that situation. He lived his the rest of his life. He would have been absolutely okay. And no, your son got it too. And nobody, you don't know to even explain it to him or explain the dangers or no one's here to tell him, hey, when you be going to sleep and walking around, don't you walk your ass <laughs> too far. You out here literally going past deep down to the haunts and getting to all the ghosts, bitch. We can't be doing this. Now they're following you and now they're in our house, running our bills and shit up, letting out the good air. This is too much. Well, the ghosts are still haunting her ass. And now they're arguing about, he's like, I just want my family back. I'm back. I'm just, let's just forget it, man. Which is another red flag. Because what the fuck do you mean just forget it, man? I'd have told you this haunted shit is happening. You should be still on edge because you just seen 50 poltergeists literally having a jamboree in the living room. You just, you saw it. You were in the further. You saw them niggas come into your house and break your shit up. You should be traumatized. But he's not. And most importantly, he's like, yeah, so I didn't kill Elise. Like, I don't know who did that, but you know it wasn't me. And I'm just like, oh, okay, well, that's what you're going right. to tell the police, right? He oh, bitch, you about to make you lie? Like, wow, yeah. you got to get up out of here. I'm scared. Can we talk about how that ghost, the ghostly and always smack the dog shit out of baby girl across that room? And the friend Carl and these damn uh, Scrabble dice was taking me out. It was just the combo of the two. Um, I was so, for I, initiative. That's how I felt. And then, that, and then the ghost had a nerve to be laughing at his damn dice, too. I thought that was disrespectful. Okay. Well, the dice was how they work. You laughing at these dice, but these motherfuckers work. Because he definitely rolled that bitch and it said knife. He's like, what yep. do I have behind my back then? Oh, damn. Mm. I was like, oh, you about to get murdered. They about to kill you. Oh, no. I, I think that at the end, doesn't he come back like he stabs him up? But he survives or something because she's like, "You're I not supposed so. to be here." Because yeah. I definitely thought that he was gonna die. I honestly would have liked it better if he died. But you know, whatever. I guess why? Fine. Yeah, Elise was like, "You're not supposed to be here." It was wrong, and they found his way back to the body. And I was like, "Damn!" Like they really like forced this storyline because he definitely looked like he was bleeding out on that floor. Like me too. Woo! I'm not upset. Okay, cool. Like the power of love will heal you, not no. compel you, but will heal you. Mm-hmm. I guess it did. Giving poltergeist, and y'all know that that movie has fell from grace for me watching it as an adult. I mean, we talked about our top five movies, top five, top five, and that was one of my top fives. It is not one of my top fives anymore. I don't know if she's my top 20. You know, poltergeist, it stuck with me though, but they definitely did that. It's about family shit. Like, please, please. Mm, yeah. Um, and I'm gonna put trigger warning on the second movie too, because when we get a little bit deeper into the storyline and we learn a little bit about the woman in white and what's really going on and how that connects back to uh Patrick Wilson's character, um, or even the lady in black, it really is a character um where the child, like the mom was had it was they were facing child abuse. Um, and the mom was forcibly making them wear clothes of a of a gender they may or may not have identified with. Um, told them that they were a girl and it was just real like it was just there were a lot of just choices that were made made them like you know just use like have to urinate certain ways it was a lot of really like embarrassing and gross just behaviors going on um and this ultimately affected the characters later like you see like all of this shit is connected and i'm like damn the ghost's been working this hard yes like for real yeah wow they really have nothing but time yeah, they definitely been waiting on you. Crazy, like I'm really like floor, like for real. Like never dies. 
well, clearly it does not. And I'm just like, all right. And the beef, the real thing was like the um Josh as a child would happen to be at work with his mom and saw this dude who like woke up out of a coma or whatever and just like was rah, everybody scared. Um, and then the mama saw him, the same man, on the elevator days later, he was dead. Mm. So and at this point, you find out, like we said, the guy has been dressing as a woman in black as he goes on. He was like a serial killer or some shit like that. And I was just like, this is just, James Wan leaving that. What's going on? Y'all got some side stories. Because what if you followed follow them in their reign of terror? Um, I would like to hear more because I also feel like these people know Mary Shaw on them. And I'm fully convinced. I am convinced. I feel like they all hang out at the same country club. Or I feel like Mary Shaw is like the urban legend that people tell in the cities where Saul and shit happened. Like they're telling, the, oh, did you hear about Mary Shaw? It's like somewhere in, down the street. That not down the street. Mary Shaw is the urban legend in cities where Saul and shit happened. First of all, Saul and Saul games are actively happening where you live. That's the sentence. And wow. then you have the nerve to have the the legend of Mary Shaw and it not really being a legend. Like it really just take a place in a couple towns over. Girl, no. People just no. not believing that the doll did it. They not believing that Mary Shaw did no. it. No, Slappy and them, I'm tired. You got Billy up there. And the thing, Billy in there too. Billy is one of the puppets. Mm. Well, they're in this bitch. Mm. That we're following this demon who at least caused a parasite because clearly they want to drain life. It's not even, I mean, they hurt people, but you know, they definitely want to drain the life and steal Josh's life. And they're taking over. And what happens is he can't hold on to that body. It's rotting. He's aging. The teeth are falling out. Shit is happening. Like the hair is not, he's not looking, and the motherfucker's visibly aging. So I know Renee see that shit. She's like, motherfucker, what's going on? Because in the first movie, it's something I never really realized. He takes care of his health. He is putting like them under eye patches on. Like that motherfucker trying to look cute. I know he pissed. He was like, not you aging me. Not all the work that Redenhall did. Look at look at you undoing my son. Still in my youth. Ugh. Pitch. Hey dear. Still in my youth. Still in my youth. You're right. And it just mm, now Elise is beating the uh the ghost ass on one side. They beating the ass on the other side with Carl and them. I just really the demons was working. Demons really be still in your edges in real time, still in your youth and your membership. Um membership. <laughs> membership. And they get, you know, Josh back to his body. They do. You know, this is after, you know, Josh mm, almost killed his family. Um, and now as a family, like they, you know, they have to decide, okay, one, whoa, dad just tried to kill us. Okay. Cause the kids, they don't know about no ghosts. This is dad. Dad just tried to kill us. Dad just tried to kill mom. How scary. And as a family, they make a decision that it's best for Josh. And this includes Josh. For Josh and Dalton to just forget. Like, let's just wipe away everybody's memories. Back to life. Back to reality. Let's make it seem like, you know, anything that happened in my childhood, Josh, is not hap- has never happened. Never will. Never won't. It's not going on. And Dalton, you know, was in a coma because they were sick. And that's it. I thought that was a very interesting choice. I understand why the decision was made, but I also was just like, so we're just going to compartmentalize what's happening. That's not going to make the ghost go away. Also, we just did the forgetting thing and look what happened. You're going to do it again after you watch the shit fail. 
maybe we go to some coaching and learn how to walk the night and learn how to protect ourselves against the fucking dead. Because I'm sure there are some protections against this because Elise ass is not getting possessed. No, it's not happening. But you know, everybody else is. I just... This movie was a choice. It was a good uh, sequel, though. I'm gonna give it to what? you that way. Like, I love how we just all right, and then we keep the we kept the motherfuckers rolling. Y'all turn y'all eyes off. Like y'all left the movie theater, but don't worry, bitch. <laughs> they had we gonna to. catch you up. They had to. They left on that cliffhanger, and that movie like did great. And it was like you have to you have to tell us what happened. And that's what I was waiting for. I was like, bitch, what do you mean? There's a ghost living. There's a stranger in my house. Like to me, it said, bitch. Good song. I do. I love that song and the video. But um, there, there's a stranger in your house, literally. There's a demon in my house. Pop quiz. You got to ask the questions. Tell me who that ball spot is. Ooh. Uh, t- tell, no, tell me, me what, what, huh? tell what, else me what my know? song is, bitch. Because oh, my well, that too. on the piano, playing the piano, like, here's your song, baby. Hold on. Because the demon Josh is like, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is that? What the fuck you mean you don't know what that is? That's, that's wild as hell. Mm. Well, mm. they forget, and now we go to a whole another thing because we hear like the backstory back when um Elise was alive, there was some a girl named Quint. Now, I just put this together today, but of course you have to do what's his name? He's the um also the dad in Scream Five. Nope, six. One of the dads in Scream Six. He's uh, the dad of like somebody, a character in Scream Six. And why are the why is both of their name Quinn? Why does he always have a daughter named Quinn in danger? What is going on? You know, I don't know if that was on purpose, but I'm screaming. Uh, Dermont Maroney. Maroney, yeah. Yeah, he be in all the the shows. Yeah, I uh, think that daughter. Yeah, I definitely think that. um, Let me double check. And Scream 6, that girl name is Quinn. Because. Let me see. Let me see. Double check it. Ola. Of course. Why you got to. Why I got to scroll? I hate this for me. Yep. Her name is definitely. Um. Quinn. Their name is definitely Quinn, oh. and the characters kind of look the same. They kind of resemble each other. Hold on. I'm like... They kind of... I don't know. Please don't tell me you grew up, right? It's not don't the same Don't tell me person. you grew up for being possessed, and then now you are a serial killer. And now you in, in New York City cutting the fuck up, which sounds um, about right. I mean, yeah, it's not probably not, because they didn't have siblings and shit like that. So, uh, you know, whatevs. We changed they, lives. But he got a daughter named Quinn. Quinn was trying to talk to her mama. And it's always somebody with a dead parent trying to talk to their mama. And or their partner or their papa or their uncle or their grandma. And I get it. But guys, we cannot. You can't communicate with the afterlife. I guess. Some people really think they can. And I am not going to say that they can or cannot. In this movie, I really think it's probably not best to do so. Whether you can or cannot, I feel like it's best to, to not. But you know, I'm not about to question none of that. Nope. I'm not questioning none of that because I'm not in that lane. I think that it's best that we should not, if you decide to, that's you in your bag. Um, but I think it's best that I do not and other people because as I've learned and I've been told, you and as the characters in this movie found the fuck out, you're calling, you think you call it one person and somebody else is answering on the other end. It's not like the app, the person, you know, was an apparition and pulled up in front of you and said, it's me. Like, no, I'm not moving the Ouija board around. I'm not communicating with the... It's me, baby. I got my suit on. I'm right here. I'm dancing next to you. I'm in the back of your pictures posed up. You gonna know it's me if I'm a ghost. Like, if I was trying to let you know I was still with y'all, I'm gonna be in the back of your pictures posed up. And you gonna try to figure out, oh, bitch, like, 
Is it cap? You don't gotta wonder. It's me. I'm here, gang, gang. I'm in the front. I photoshopped myself in. Now everybody gonna be scared when they get the picture, but it's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's gonna be lit. So that's really what's happening in this one. Like it's, it's 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 they're not making the best choices. They thought they were trying to reconnect with the parent, which is you know I understand. Um, but they accidentally fucked around and did not connect with their parent. Like somebody was real thirsty next to the door, like the thirsty hoes in the afterlife be doing not all of them, but the thirsty ones is like, bitch, I can't stay dead. I want to kidnap somebody's body, bitch. I need a vessel hoe. I got to get out. And I get that. You thirsty to live. And so they was waiting at the door for your ass. And you thought you was talking to your mom and you were not. And it's a really sad story. Cause like, damn, like, you know, with reconnection and stuff. Um, and it really fucks Elise up. And this, I feel like when we start to get to learn a little bit more about Elise, and I like that, um, I'm also a little nervous because, you know, we find out about Elise and Elise had a really fucked up childhood. Um, yeah. So, and how, you know, how their abilities played into that. Um, but, you know, this character, Quinn, they get peace in the end. You know, they eventually connect with their mom. You know, they eventually get to all the happy things, but... Ooh, child, like, I ain't like how the, the demons was really whooping her ass in the further, outside the further, in school, out of school, on the weekend, just all the time. Just embarrassing her. Had her ass, like, all fucked up, fucking her bones up, because her ass was in a cast at that point, and it's moving the broken bones all around. I know her bones is screaming, Ooh. bitch. Yeah, after she, got, she got plummeted by that car, bitch. The way that car ran her ass over in that movie, wow. Whew. I don't know. I've seen this movie, like, twice. Cause I thought I first, I thought I hadn't seen it. And I watched it again. I was like, I've seen this. Something about the acting didn't like draw. I was trying, I was trying hard. Hmm. Okay, but um, it wasn't like terrible. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe I just didn't connect to that family. I did feel really sorry for Queen. Like I felt bad for her because I'm like, damn, you just want to talk to your mom. You lonely, you young, you know. But also, you you playing with you playing with this dark shit. Yeah. I need you. To just, you know, like yeah, please, please, because this is not the first time this happens as we look at horror movies throughout the decades. Um, somebody is using that Ouija to call their mama, they pappy. And mm. I get it because you miss your relatives and you want to talk to them to get some closure or some sort of peace or just that comfort, that familiar feeling. So it's completely understandable. But like with Quinn, like I just really wish she had made a different choice. And well, she ultimately does because at one point, like the the demon is literally sucking the life out of her. In real life, it's whooping everybody's ass, but in the in the in the fervor, it's got the girl hostage. It's wow. literally sucking the energy out of her, and she does not Killing have me. the will to live. And you know, in the real life, the family's just trying to keep her alive. You know, she finally decides to stay with them. But wow, just just yeah. just wow, 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 wow. Yeah. I do like that the mom came in and supported her in Afterlife, and she ripped that mask off. That was nice. That was nice. Love that. I like that, too. Just the, oh, wow, oh, no, we didn't even talk about ratings. All right, y'all, so the ratings, like we said, you know, people doing stuff, but, you know, they gave it for us. But most of these movies, they kind of gave a six, but then they started getting lower, of course. IMDb oh. for the second one was like a 6.5 out of 10, but it was a 39 Rotten Tomatoes, and that one was directed, yeah, girl, directed by James Wan, came out September 13th um 2013 so what a year um mm -hmm. let's see if we can pull up the third one because i accidentally closed the tab and that's fine wow now okay. the first and the second one like we like we said is streaming on um max hbo max whatever that bitch is these days and then insidious chapter three is currently streaming on peacock at the time of us recording this and i think that is one of the shorter movies 
out of all of them. It's like an hour mm-hmm. 37. Um, directed by Le came out June 5th. And that one's a 6.1 out of 10 and a 57% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like Google users gave it like a seven. It kind of landed in the middle in the middle for most of them. Like for me, just to give you let y'all know, all of these movies kind of land in the middle for me. They were all like round, like six to sevens. You know, some I might rewatch than others. I don't know. I honestly probably will not revisit this series in a while, but just okay. want to throw my thoughts out there before we got to the end. I do like the last movie though. Okay. Maybe. Oh, yes. Okay. I'm definitely giving the first Insidious an eight because it punched me in the mouth when I first watched it. Um, and I will give it that forever. Insidious 2 also slaps. Um, I don't know. It's like a 7.5 at least. Uh, Insidious 3 did not like this as much. It wasn't bad though. It had some scares. But I just, I don't think I cared, y'all. Um, this is definitely like a, eh, like a six point five, a seven. It's not bad. I, I could, it's forgettable a little bit for me again, because I'm like, damn, okay. I watch this, and I'm like, I'm still like, I have notes, and I'm still like, yeah, um, <laughs> stuff happened. But the crowd, I mean, I guess Rosabella was like the better the second one, which is wild to me. Because that Don't You Dare slap ooh, in the second one is iconic. Don't you dare! Slap the fuck out of her. God so damn! Like, her, she flew. I was like, wow. Oh, okay. You should have sprayed that. I don't know if you... Can you pepper spray ghost? Because <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like... <laughs> the spray just going through one. Just got caught to the air. Like... Yeah, she definitely deserved that. Um, no, nah, that was she. She Shawty was going off. I'm a little nervous, and I really Bruh. hate the, that storyline. That poor child. Well, mm. you know, it's it is three. It's fine. You can watch it. It's. I think these are again. If we're looking for scary movies for the teens that are appropriate, these are excellent choices for the young warhogs. Again, Cass said she eat Martins for breakfast. I'm watching Titan for things. I'm just. I'm watching shit. Okay. Going to sleep to Hellraiser. I think I need to up the ante a little bit. Insidious 4. Okay. The last key. Insidious 4, although Insidious 4 was like the saga continues on Elise's life because we're on side quests. I did like this. I like how in the last Insidious 5 kind of like it didn't feel. <sighs> These felt like side quests, but they still felt like main stories, if that makes sense. It kind of felt like we paused somebody else's life and then just came back to pick up just to fill in the blanks. Um, So it didn't, it was out of place. Like it wasn't in a chronological order, but it didn't feel out of place to me, if that makes sense. It does. It does. I felt like it was fine chronologically as a side story. I just, I think... Part of the problem for me was the marketing. I saw too much of the movie before. There was no avoid. They marketed everywhere I looked. There was a motherfucking last key commercial. And then you couldn't skip the commercials because you two don't want your ass to skip no commercials no more. And you got, I got to keep watching you turn the key into the bitch's throat and turn her scream off, which is cool as fuck. But I would have loved to have been surprised by that and not have already seen it 67 times before I watched the goddamn movie. So I just feel like I went to this movie with all the best parts or all the good shit. I've already seen it. So now I'm fucking bored. (laughs) And now I'm getting this child abuse thrown into my face and I'm upset also. Girl. Okay. Well, I'm so sorry because at that point... I did not see that. But also, once again, this is the movie I told you I saw, but didn't realize I saw until after I was finished watching it and put it out of my brain. So I still can't figure out how this happened. And it could have been because of 
the subject matter of the movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like this one is one of the darker ones in terms of like when we start getting into like, you know, trigger warning, child abuse, uh, just abuse period. It's a lot of fucking Mm -hmm. abuse in this movie. A lot of abuse, a lot of abuse. You know, we find out a lot about Elise's story. Um, We're still dealing with the other families and stuff. We're still dealing with them, but we find out like, Elisa's background, we see a little bit about her childhood before we kind of connect it to the present day. We're still learning a bit more about the Red Door. And, you know, Elise essentially is like really powerful with their astral projection and their connection to the to the non-living. And, you know, when they were a kid, one night when they were being abused, um, you know, trigger war, trigger war, trigger war, trigger war, trigger war. Um, Elise lived, this is around the 50, 1950s in New Mexico. And they lived in a house. Um, and, you know, Elise used to tell her parents she's, you know, with seagulls and stuff. But you can kind of see like she was hesitant. And you're thinking she's hesitant because she's, you know, she's just a kid, like scared to tell her family that she's seeing specters. And, you know, they were seeing a little boy in the room and um, a room that she shared with her brother. And she told her parents, and the mom, like, had the scary eyes, like, okay. So she came in and talked to the kids in the room, was just like, hey, you know, I believe you. Like, she was talking about, like, you know, the room was dirty. And she was like, I, I didn't make the room dirty, Elise. Like, that wasn't us. And the brother got his eyes open because I know that little boy knows. it. That room was clean. He was Especially like, uh, when you find out what, exactly. Especially when you find out what them be- kids. Girl, that's what, when I saw them eyes, I said, oh, no. The dad is trying to beat her ability out of her. And I am so heartbroken. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. She shares with her parents that she's seeing an entity in the room. And, you know, and she did. They were in the closet. And then the dad came in and he had a cane, like a whole cane. And had her put her hands on the wall. And you see later in the movie about how she's had her hands on the wall so many times. Like her hands are imprinted in the wallpaper. And he is beating her. And after he abuses her, he takes the step, taking a step further, locks her up into like the the cellar part of the uh, of the house. And she's screaming, you know, da da da. And when she's down there, you realize that you know some wild shit pops off. This we get crazy, y'all. Chalice. Mm. She's accidentally opening up the red door because she's a little kid and little kids influential. They're hearing child life. It's me. It, may, it gave, We're all down here with the dead kids. Like, that's no, what it, No, <laughs> not all the dead kids. The ghosts are down here with. We're all the dead kids. And I was like, bitch, no. Like, it's a, a voice you ain't never heard before, bitch. Who is that? This person just talking to you today down here in the dark? No. You already know you see a scary shit. What's happening? You're a little too friendly. So she accidentally, well, you know, opens the door and doesn't realize what she's letting out. And she let out a bunch of bullshit. But like, you know, she was in a situation where she was sitting there, she had her eyes rolled back into her head. Her poor mom came down, got injured. Um, she was hung. Um, the dad came down. And you thinking that's where it ends. Like we're kind of, and I'm going to just do it in sections because of how it's broken up. Um, we find out that Elise at one point, because it's a present day thing, she's drawn mm-hmm. back to the house. Um, Because someone's saying they're seeing stuff in the house. They tell her the address. She's immediately, because the trauma jumps out, bitch, I'm not doing none of this. I'm not doing this. Fuck your help. I'm so sorry. I can't help you. I got to go. Two scenes later, I'm about to go to the house. I said, hold on. Always her. This is always her. I can't help you. I'm not working anymore. Next scene. All right, I'm going to help you. But why why do you tell us no in the first place? I was just like, bitch, first of all, you should have declined immediately. Stand on your ground. Stand up, Elise. Fuck these hoes. This fuck no. I I saw what happened to you in the in the intro. You don't need to go back. You need to go back. But she goes there. 
And she finds the guy and then, you know, they're experiencing stuff in there. But here's the real gag, y'all. The ghosts, multiple ghosts, but one particular ghost lured her back to the house because she said it's a ghost that she saw when she was a teenager. And she was like, I've seen you before. And the ghost helped her find a woman who was being held captive in the basement by the person that called her. And the Mm -hmm. guilt was eating him up. And he called knowing he had a wild ass situation in the basement. But because, child, it was crazy. But because, you know, the ghost was going dummy, so he was like, he needed yeah. help. Girl, I just, they finally discovered a girl. They get him up out of there, da, da, da. But I'm really shook because it's real sad. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. Mm. Elise discovers that the girl that she saw when she was a teenager, because this is one of the stories we see, and she tells backstory. She starts like, you know, we see her reveal to her ghost hunter friends, Lewin L's back. You know, and she tells them like the story of, you know, her life and how we learn a little bit more about her. She's been abused. She ran away when she was a teenager. She had a sibling. And they were like, what? Like just all kinds of stuff. And this, like I said, this story was wild. And I don't know how I put this out of my brain. Um, but then, you know, find out that, you know, she left because her father was real abusive. She saw that girl and she realized the girl was alive. Mm. She was alive the whole time. She did not see a ghost. Although she told, come on out. Don't be afraid. The dad, when you see him cut around the corner, he saw Shawty standing there. He, because you want to say it's the influence of the demons. Sure. That's what they say in the movies. But after his wife's death, I guess he wasn't well. But then when you realize he's been doing this for a long time. So I think he's Mm. been doing this since his wife has been alive. Because you go down them tunnels and it's a few suitcases. And they have Mm. on old, old nurse outfits. Before the 1950s, he has been kidnapping women, abusing them, holding them hostage in the basement and killing them. And that has been her father this whole time. So he's been abusing Mm. them, abusing other people. He's a murderer, demons, all kinds of wild shit. Pray for Elise and her brother. Well, yes, because they are living in hell. They are living in hell. But of course, Elise is that bitch. And, you know, the, the key face can't be her ass. And also, the other girl, everybody got motherfucking powers. So I feel like their powers is linking up like a Megazord. Oh, I think so, too. They got to face her fears. Everybody, you know, of course, because it's this running theme in all of the movies is, you know, you're alive. You're stronger than them. So they be just doing shit like shouting real quick or blowing whistles, doing all this shit and scaring away the demons. And the demons like, oh, shit. It's never like a fist fight. I would have loved to see like all stronger than demons and somebody literally putting them up and they engage in fisticuffs and now I literally locked the demons block off I would like to see this also that would be hilarious um that'd be a little bit of a of a funny bit that I would like to buy into so I'm okay with that I want to point out we get like two to three different movies in this one movie um so once we get the first half and then we got a second part two like Elise goes back so of course she goes back to the town and like, you know, because we see how as a teenager, she ran away. Like, she was like, fuck y'all, I'm out. And I was just so heartbroken because it's a scene where her brother Christian um, mm-hmm. is like, please, like, don't leave me. Like, don't no. leave me. And I, bitch, I was crying. Like, I rewatched this with <gasps> tears in my eyes, girl. Like, just wow. was so sad because, like, I get it. And that's how I left it. And I was like, I, mm, mm, mm. and then when you were the older sibling and you really got to just be like, enough is enough is enough. You got to play uh, the Donna in the background. Like, I just cannot go on. Enough is enough. Wasn't the same circumstances, those lyrics, but still enough is enough. And, you know, you definitely feel that later when they go to the town because they finally obviously go to help the guy and, they, you know, they discover all the other stuff. We run into 
she's in the diner and she sees these two young ladies and she's like, y'all look familiar to me. Um, you find out it's like Melissa um, and who else? What's the other one's name? Is it Imogen? Am I making that up? It might be Imogen. It'll come next in a second. Whatever, girl. So anyways, um, uh, siblings. Sibling one and two. <laughs> and um, she's like, you look familiar. And girl, Christian walks into the restaurant. He's looking at her like, oh, no. Not you, bitch. Like, he's like, uh. And she's like, hey, so, you know, you know, the awkward reunion. Him. Bye. Let's go, ladies. Grab your purse. Get out of here, at least. We're not dealing with your mess. And not just like it's a lot going on. Like his sister just came back decades later. He he, as far as he could start here, they were like, we never even knew he had a sister. Bruh, yeah, that makes wow. sense. Because you left me here, bitch. I hate your ass. Never speak to me again, ho. Yep. With abuse, with the ghost, because she opened uh. the fucking door. So you have real life ghosts, which is the dad, the real life demon, the real life devil, the dad who's real abusive. And then you also have the ghost that the son, the brother knows is real, but he's always been too afraid to, you know, like, that's a, that's a lot the process. Like, okay. And if you don't believe in ghosts and all that other stuff, okay, cool. But there's some shit that just happens that does not have an explanation. Like, that's just facts. Stuff just happens. And so how do you deal with that when there's scary sh- shit happening every night with no explanation? Your sister is not playing in your face. So what's going on? And you know she's not playing in your face because she know, you know, like I know, if that room ain't clean, everybody get their ass beat. Exactly. You just saw her clean that fucking room and both of y'all went downstairs and the room was clean. And now it's dirty when you get back, you know it's the ghost playing in your face. And it's not like a little dirty, y'all. It's fucked up. Mm. And the ghost, the ghosts don't give a shit about you because they know they seeing you get your ass beat every day. Bruh. Why they got to do this? I thought we was a team. Bro. And you trying to be nice to me later? Like no, you trying to be you. cool with me after you you know I'm about to get my I know you in these walls seeing me. Wow. Now you gotta square up with the ghost because uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm pouring the ghost salt watch all around you, this shit. The ghost watch you get the switch. I'm tired. Like it And mm-mm. you wanna mess my fucking room up. If you wanna do something useful, why don't you beat his ass? Uh, why don't you push him? Okay, down the hello? Face? Why what don't a- you make the house phone ring so he can go answer it and talk for a long time and they can forget about me? Like, come on. Do be useful. That's like motherfuckers who be robbing people and scamming regular people. Bitch, do something about these zones. Not even helping. Not even making daddy fall down the stairs so you can get free. No, yes. you just sit up here making them more evil so he can keep capturing people in the fucking basement. Come on now. This is wow. Now there's more ghosts in here. It was already 50 of them niggas in there. God damn, it's crowded. The club is full. The club is at Hold capacity. the line. Please. <laughs> 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 out of security please no more please no more the security hold, hold on oh okay hold no, on. no 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 more no you more look the but i have one banshee empty. you sure you sure you can't no room for the banshee okay well, floor number four ain't open yet no we holding the line y'all we holding the line uh-uh girl it's early that's the ghost trying to pull up tired just they was like girl the deep the big team is ain't even show up yet you gotta let Child, us in the line looking like the last night at big chief bitch oh <laughs> I miss Big G. <laughs> if y'all know, y'all know. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, that's what it's looking like trying to get up in there. And, you know, I do like that the siblings once again prevail. I like that they were able to overcome because um, there was a lot of hurt and trauma in that house, mm-hmm. bro. And that shit really fucked me up. Mm. So y'all was deep in your bag for this one. I also feel like maybe because it was so dark, I didn't like it because I'm just like, this is. Ooh, I didn't. I didn't come. I didn't sign up for this. God damn, it's heavy. Um, 
I wish it was yeah. rated R, to be honest, because I felt like it really would have went there like Degrassi. And you weren't mm-hmm. alone. Like, they got a 33 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 5.7 oh, out of 10 on uh, IMDb. And I'm like, it wasn't that bad, oh, but yeah. I really, like, I don't know. The storyline was really, like, once again, it wasn't, like, family... It was a family overcomes all, but also it was just like, I felt like it was a good redemption story for the siblings. I like that the siblings were able to make a connection and able to connect at the end of the day. It made me think about how my mom and I know like a lot of other people be like, you know, at the end, if you ain't got nobody, all you got is your siblings at the end of the day. And you know, like that don't, that's an asterisk because some people do not have the best relationships with their family members. Um, But you know, that's that shit they be pumping into you. Like, you know, if everything else fails, you know, you got your siblings and you see what that look like. Well, they just so happen to find each other back in the end. Because um, some people don't end up that way. Yeah, because he definitely pretended she was dead. I feel prior that. Prior to this. So, there they together. We vanquished the demons. And, you know, we call in on our mo- dead moms. There's a lot of dead moms coming back to save people in this uh, franchise. Dead, dead relatives okay. coming back to vanquish the evil. But evil gets vanquished. And it's, a uh, you know, I would say happy ending all the way. But sort of, mm-hmm. Yeah. We see Dalton yeah. in them, and that kind of wraps everything around with that first story, which makes room for the to return back to the fifth story, which we got the red door, which we just got backstory on. You right, because already did it, and this one picks up I... where the where the brain gets erased. Yeah, and it's been years now at this point. Mm-hmm. And okay. It's like nine, ten years or something. I think I'm something I like that. did not expect this movie. I didn't. Okay, I don't know what I expected because this is something that I was able to avoid. Spoilers for it. I didn't know what the fuck this movie was about. I didn't know. I just knew it was the same niggas. That's all I do. And I liked that family. I kind of liked that family. Although Josh is a piece of shit. Maybe he's he's still a kind of a piece of shit, but I don't know. It's partially the stress. Because, I mean, he has a head full of ghosts. I'm not going to lie. He literally, you he know. He does. Yeah. 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 I felt like, one, I liked how, like I said, they... They picked up where the other one left off. So we figure out, you know, we see what happens after they wipe away Josh and Dalton's memories. And, you know, we see that, you know, everyone... Okay, this is what I really like. It's kind of dark. But um, we see basically how this family has kind of fell apart with an asterisk next to it for the most part. Like, And I don't, I'm saying fall apart loosely. Like, it's gone through a lot of transformations because that doesn't mean that fall apart means none of these niggas ever talk to each other again. But, you know, the mom and dad, they've gotten, they're divorced. They're separated. Um, she's got sole custody of the kids. You could tell that Josh is not really around. Um, and Josh is not really himself. I mean, he ain't really been himself since he came back from the further the other time anyways. Um, and understandably so. Like, there's been ghosts trying to beat his ass since day one. Day one. They caught him slipping. He didn't even know what he did. They took Damn. away his memories and they still whooping his ass. Like, he's like, please, I don't even know what's going on. And I just, I hate that for him, like, because of what they decided to do as a family, because the ghost then hijacked his body and, you know, you can't really walk back that you tried to kill your whole family. That's hard to explain. Okay. You can't walk that back. Shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the kids are not going to recognize like, oh, it was a demon inside my dad. Like, no, nigga, my dad tried to kill us. Like, what? Yeah. And we tackle that exact like memory because they're having flashes like, damn, you was chasing us with an axe, bro. Like, or a bat. You was chasing us. We were scared. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. That's you. You try to kill us. Almost, almost like on in Hereditary where, you know, Peter not fucking with yes. his mama because you tried to kill me, bitch. Like, we, we have beef forever, my nigga. Like, that's wild. 
I'm not going to forget that. You, It's not even like an insult or you forgot to pick me up from school, which is also tra- traumatizing. But you dead ass tried to murder me. And if I, I had done this, that, or third, you would have succeeded. I would not be here. And although I now know, because a semi-adult Dalton, Dalton's going away to school. Mm-hmm. I like the, the interactions between Dalton and Dalton's roommate um, because she accidentally gets placed in the, I guess, the boy's dorm. And she's like, mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck about this, but y'all are weird, so whatever. Um, but Dalton's a little bit older and they're kind of like, you know, they're artiste and, you know, they're unlocking their thoughts. And you can see that Dalton and Josh's thoughts kind of are like whatever was holding all the memories together. It's slowly coming undone. And it's looking a little bit different. Like Josh's brain is fogged up. You know, he can't, he's not himself no more. I think he always was a little shaky ass human. We saw what he was doing when he got stressed. You know, stress makes us all do things we may or may not agree with. But I think that, you know, it did not bring out the best of him. That mixed with going mm-hmm. into the further. That mixed with all the other shit. That, you know, to find out the bitch in the pictures was real. Like just wow. all kinds of stuff. And, um, it, I think it just changed him. Like, I think, you know, they, and they even talk about it later when they're having the conversation, who is they, um, when Renee and Josh are having a real candid conversation about the the state of their relationship and what happened to their marriage after they washed all the memories away. She was like, I just could not keep living my life like this. Like, I, I just could not bitch. Like you tried to kill us. And although I know it wasn't you, like. I can't deal with that. And I said, damn, like, mm. and usually in movies, this is what I'm saying, that they make the family like, we're all happily ever after. Mm-mm. And happily ever after looks like we're all still a nuclear family. The mom and dad are still married. Um, and they stayed and they triumphed. Love triumphs all. Love triumphed us getting our ass whooped by a demon and you trying to kill us. Like, it's all good. We all smile on each other. And in this movie, they're like, well, no. No, the parents got divorced. Like, we, we moved through that we didn't get past it we're working through it but no we're not getting back together that's that's done um i don't think regardless of whatever i knew what was going on bitch we're done we're done done and we're divorced you're dead and (laughs) and you need to step it up as a dad josh yeah well you know i know he had a trauma though i know he did yeah but also even before that she was cooking and cleaning and shit and even when she was getting a little hard when they just thought he was sick motherfucker you was staying at school I mean, you knew shit was hard to you, but you was you was you was definitely tapping out when shit got hard. Yeah, um, and I felt she picked up on that shit. So, and she, she chose herself as she should. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Good for her. Mm-hmm. The kids also don't. I mean, the kids are growing up without you, so the kids are like they making them jokes. You're never around. You know. You know. Definitely. Yeah. Dalton's an angsty teen. He's going to college. Brooding artist. Um, and they have this relationship where they don't talk. For real. For real. But they're, the mom is trying to make them, you know, yeah, we're not together, but you still need a relationship with your kids. Like, you can come around your kids more often. Mm, yeah. And and Dalton hears that. He picks up on that. The kids get that. Um, it's just a real complicated relationship. And like I said, I feel like when they erase his memories, they erased some of the good that was still there. Like, mm. and now it's all confusing and cloudy. And he's really just like buried in work and just probably feeling all kinds of things. Not capable for him at all. Um, it also comes ahead when Josh and Dalton are in like Dalton's um dorm room after he gets him settled after school because you know Renee's like just take him to school and he eventually he being Josh is like okay cool whatever you could tell he's like emotional and not really sure how to handle it because their relationship is so complicated now like it seems like they used to be close and now like you know Dalton has grown up there's definitely probably some resentment there um and so 
I really feel like when jo- Josh and Dalton come to blows in the um in the dorm room and Dalton's just like, girl, that's why mom left your ass. Because you was doing shit like this, right? Woo! The last five edges that Josh had was gone. Wow. Dalton went on about his day and Josh went and just ran to cry in the car. And I was like, wow, wow. How many men folk do I know or how many men folk do people know in their lives who can't, who dish it out and can't take it back? And not just, oh, because it's a man. I'm talking about emotionally unavailable male figures in people's lives who just say and do whatever and who are not, they show up for us the way they can, but the way that trauma is set up, they're not showing up the way we want them to. Um, and you know, yeah, I was like, Ooh, this is a story, baby. This is a story. Whose life is this? Like who, who, how did y'all get to this platform? What was the inspiration for this story? I would like to know. Girl, girl, I don't know. Maybe again, they business a realistic relationship where, okay, all these movies got everybody staying together, bitch. But really statistically niggas break up for less. Niggas break up for less. I, a demon and attempted murder. Oh, you're with the divorce papers would have been as soon as we would have got your everybody out the hospital and their wounds were taken care of. You're getting the papers and we're moving to my uh, parents' house. Sorry, mm. gotta go, gotta leave like Vivian Green Beach out of here. Uh, yeah, they do, but they do, you know, they figure it out in this movie. And I'm like, oh, they figure it out. I mean, they do. Um, because a lot of this one is like just unlocking all of their own memories. So we literally yeah. spend this whole movie with like, you know how Dalton is getting unlocked. Like Dalton um, is interacting with the art teacher and as they, you know, rip up the picture with the grandma because they do a beautiful drawing of their grandmother before she passed. But he's also like, grandma looks like she's hiding secrets from us. Like she doesn't, you know, she looks like she's hiding something like in her eyes. And Patrick Wilson, um, Josh is just like, you know, she kind of does. But then he starts piecing stuff together later. And then he finds out, yes, this was your life. And your family hid everything from you with your also your consent. And I know you're pissed right now as he's having a conversation with Renee later. And she's like, girl, I know you're mad, but you also thought it was a good idea. Because once again, you tried to kill us and you thought that we was just going to hang out. No, no. You said you got to put your brain in a jar. You don't want nobody to come back from the further again. And they do come back from the further because, of course, the dead is always not going to stay dead, bitch. They tired of being dead. They trying to get to the outfits. Yes, and they know you weak and vulnerable right now. And that's the when, that's you know that's the time they show up to your ass. Oh, I see you fell down. Let me kick you in the ribs so I can get into your body. Like the cat was talking about earlier, the scare where you an MRI machine, which is also, or cascade machine, that's already scary laying in the machine. You know, if you're claustrophobic, it's dark in there, you hearing sounds and motherfuckers crawling up your leg and beating your ass and you here screaming and getting embarrassed because ain't shit in here with you. And the dude talking about something, you like, man, you left me alive. You cut them lights off. You said, baby, you asleep. Do you want to talk about it? Ah, the way that doctor was looking at him, I said, oh. Like, and it, but then he said, you know, do you have any history of schizophrenia? I'm not trying to say it. And then, you know, he goes to the records. I love that we saw him look up old records. I take mm-hmm. so much joy in looking up old research in the, in the library. But when he's skimming through the records on the older machine that allows you to do that on how documents were, those papers were really thick. Um, you learn about yourself. You know, they thought you were schizophrenic, but then they see, you know, once again, like we talked about, you um, astral project yourself. Um, they tried to suppress it and all the memories are coming back. 
everything's coming back. Um, I do like how we see Elise, but Elise comes back as like a a ghost in the end. It's real brief. It's just a aha, I'm still here. Um, when he when everything's everything's good again. When everything's good again, and everybody's got their brains back, and the furthers closed, and the door is locked, and everyone's safe. Um, you know, you see. Josh talking to Elise and just expressing how they wish they were able to talk to their mom and get some closure there. Um, so that was cool. Um, Lee Manil's back in it, but you see yes. them and, you know, and as the ghost hunters, the duo, and they're kind of like, you know, giving the exposition on like when, what's the girl's name? It'll cut me in a second. Um, but when she and Dalton, Chris, when Dalton and Chris are trying to kind of like break through the things, because after they get attacked at the, the, you know, at the, um, at the frat house and all yes. that other shit. And in the Which, dormitory. that was a side story because, wow. And that fr- the frat boys were, uh, what? That Yeah. But that makes sense. Especially when we saw the ghost. I was like, okay, well, wild shit happens at frat houses all the time. Wild shit happens on college campuses all the time. And cover-ups and deaths happen all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there was more than one thing that happened at that frat house because when Chris was passed out because the ghost had her in a chokehold, literally in the in, um, in the further, the guy was like, you know, one, trying to do his due diligence to bring her back. But it, the first time he's like, no, not again. We're not doing this again. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the happened in this frat? One. Okay. We got mm-mm. this frat's cutting up. Like y'all Lock him up. Mm-hmm. Lock him up. Call, put, call the dean. They're not going to call the dean. They're going to keep they're gonna cut yes i would too i honestly would just you know pull the fire alarm when everybody leaves just burn their house down that works too but also like we learned the ghosts may or may not be free they might just still be there June. oh damn they didn't, yeah, oh they're still here we're in the damn. space yep well lots of them but um i like that the family had a decent ending and i think actually this is a happy ending they did it not is. die they didn't die and they got and... some sort of peace Yes, and Josh is coming around and finally being a father after however many years, which yep. I'm not going to pat him on the back because, girl. You should have been to that. And you yeah. made peace with your own dad in the further because he helped. Yes. You sacrificed yourself for your child. And then your dad came back from Ghostland and said, let me help you. Here's a light. Oh. Over at the Frankenstein place. That's what happened. They gave okay. him a light. Well, uh, he made it up. Exactly. He's out here and he's living his <laughs> life. I thought Chris was a cute character. She was fun. Yes. Still a little sidekicky, but you yeah. know, uh, I was like, all right, so you got the the one nigga <laughs> for this. All right. Well, she got paid. I'm a, I'm happy about that on a big horror franchise. Shout out to her. The fog machine was still cranking. I'm not going to lie. I was not satisfied with them niggas paying that door over. I'm not going to lie to you. I okay. was not, I was like, that was lackluster to me. I don't know what else I expected though. And they, I mean, they were pointing to it with the art and shit. I get it. It makes sense. It's symbolic. Fine. But that was not, not him just going, you know what? I was like, uh, you know, that's what? like just erase a doodle bob. Like that's just, okay, fine. For this instance, I will take it. Um, <laughs> Because I'm also remembering in the other movies, especially in four, when Elise is a child and the, the ghost is telling, there are so many red doors. There are so many doors. Mm. So I'm like, is there more than one door? And that's the only door that they have access to. And maybe paint works for this door, but maybe it may not work for the other door. Because it seems like as the movies change, you know, whatever the trigger is also is evolving. 
Um, so I'm just interested. I, I see how far this can go, but I also think that maybe we need to pull the plug. They're not done. They're, oh, they're probably not done. Now, I will say that when we talk about like uh, scores and stuff, this shit got like a 38 on Rotten Tomatoes. And I don't know if they're going to make another one because it's wrapped the story up pretty well and i feel like who directed this one patrick wilson directed this one and yeah i was surprised but also i wonder how this did because i don't have the budget information for this one let me open this uh computer um the box office was 188.7 million i do not know how much that well i knew they were before you told me that i thought They, they can't stop girl I didn't know it made that much money. Um, despite the scores, yeah, there's probably gonna be someone's insidious. But mm-hmm. I would like. Where would you like the story to go? Like, if it if they didn't do like, cause we wrapped this shit with up to his family, bro. Like, I'm I, okay. We're done. I don't yeah. want Dalton no fucking more dog. Like, please. And Give if we piece. see Dalton, Dalton needs to come back at the very end of the franchise as like a random side character. Like he's the educator or he the nigga that works at the tower or we see the he name in the book. You knock on the door. He, he, he wrote been a grant. Yeah, yeah, he, he wrote a grant you've been through it, And he's like, hey, can he has the podcast. Man? Yeah, here's his book. All right, bye. Get out of my face. That's Don't it. talk to me no more. And I'm okay. Like, I need that. Kind of like how Nancy came back at Dream Warriors. Um, and she was like, I just work here now. And we were like, okay, cool. Like, I think that was just, I'll take that. Definitely but, work there. But, <laughs> you know, that's fine. I got promoted. And white privilege took me all the way to the top. And I was well, like, okay, cool. Like, that makes sense to me. <laughs> just me every time. Everything makes fine. sense. Correct. I'm I'm buying it. Um, I feel like if I were to see anything else from this movie, I would just like to see maybe a side quest story into like uh, la, 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 in the universe. I'm mm-hmm. interested to see what all was going on. Maybe the background story with some of those ghosts. Maybe something short. I don't need a two hour anything. Like anything less has like a be a short kind of companion piece because you like you said we've pretty much wrapped up this story. I know they're gonna find another way to bring it back, but. Something. I don't think I'm With interested in seeing Tucker just doing exactly. Stuff. Maybe I just want to see Specs and Tucker do stuff. Um, maybe we can give me Ghost Encounter, Grave Encounters three or some shit. I don't fucking oh, know. Don't lock not them exactly up in that. There. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it's trapped. But it's like, you ah. know something else. Um, maybe you know we went to go visit Mary Shaw. I don't know. That's what I'm trying to see. I want I want to see another crossover in this universe. I don't know how. I want to see a little bit more. Y'all can't see Jazz's face. I want to see a little bit more than an Easter egg. Um, okay. maybe a, a random I- spiral, a little Billy. I want to see a little bit more than that. Not a blatant crossover, but something where I'm like, <gasps> bitch, like that. Okay. Okay. What about you? I would be into a side story. I don't even know if they're going to call it Insidious, but I would like, look at all those fucking demons in there. You could literally have another Insidious with another demon who is also Insidious beating somebody else's ass. You can have a new medium lady because you know it got to be somebody who talks to the dead people to get the shit together to help niggas out because it got to be somebody special. I feel like it could be done with a completely different demon, demon design, fucking new, new motherfucking characters. That's what I would kind of be for. I don't want a reprise. I don't want them to know. I I want the old story to also be canon. Like, I don't want them to, like, reimagine the bitch. Like, oh, no, that shit happened. But we might reference it. But that's it. So y'all can let us know what you would like in the next chapter. <laughs> yes. Um, you can pull up on us at grltspod at gmail.com. You can also pull up on us at Girl That's Scary pretty much everywhere. Um, everywhere everywhere you can also <laughs> if you want to uh pay some dollars to get some extra content and we got free shit on there pull up to us on our patreon 
at www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. You mm-hmm. know, let us know how you feel about this franchise. Which one is your favorite? Which sequel is your favorite out of um the movies? Until next time, y'all. Bye. 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 Thank y'all for being humans. Bye. Ooh. It's a ghost in me. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.